Hey guys, how's it going? It's Chris and it's another episode of Creatively Speaking where we talk about a little bit about creative business and the creative side of what surrounds us every day. And today, I'd like to talk about YouTube. As far as YouTube, all of you guys are obviously familiar with YouTube and uh, it's starting to become a medium that people are watching uh, more and more than the casual uh, channels that you have on TV or cable or even to a particular point, Netflix and different types of streaming services where YouTube now is uh, in that streaming service with their own programming such as the more recent, which is really cool, I got to tell you, is the uh, Karate Kid sequel, if you will, called Cobra Kai. Definitely got to check it out, but it's not. This is a, this episode is not about that. It's basically in regards to um, something that I always see. I tend to watch YouTube quite a bit, and I usually watch um, a lot of creative programming, uh, primarily out of a, a, a company called Collider uh, out in the West Coast from Burbank. Uh, they cover. They used to actually cover just movies uh, and different and different genres of movies, from horror to um, uh, superhero uh, movies to you know casual, you know ongoing news in the movie industry. Now they've actually kind of branched out into different types of categories and gaming and sports and uh, a variety of different types of um, subgenres, which is really cool. But I'm not here to talk about Collider. I'm actually here to talk about um, a lot of people that I know uh, have always um, thought about creating their own YouTube channel. Now, I can tell you right now, it is not an easy uh, venture. It takes a lot of patience and um, some creative, you know, creativity, of course, and uh, consistency in order to have a successful YouTube channel. The truth of the matter is you can't look at uh, successful YouTubers and assume like, wow, these guys are making thousands, if not millions of dollars. And when I say the millions of dollars, that's that's the 1%. Uh, just like how, you know, uh, old Hollywood, which wasn't that long ago, you know, you have your one, one percenters, which are the mega superstars, your Tom Cruises and your Meryl Streep's of the world. Now... Uh, that type of celebrity are people that you know a lot of people are not familiar with, uh, but are very very successful. But the factor of it is is that those individuals have built a following uh, and constantly used uh, used and cur- currently use social media and other forms of marketing tools that are accessible to you, and uh, a lot of them are free, uh, but. They, you know, it's the constant boot camp of entrepreneurship. It's the constant boot camp of uh, patience and marketing and all that type of stuff. Truth of the matter is, is that I don't care what you do, um, you know, whatever business or interest that you have. And YouTube is not always based on business. There's a lot of people that just create YouTube channels. And um, are channels that of things that they happen to like, and they want to talk about it, and it just in front of a camera, and off they go at it. Uh, the production costs on a lot of these things are not too impressive, uh, but people don't really look. You know, some people do. Let's not lie about it. But um, a lot of people 
don't really look at production costs. What they're looking at is detail um, and content, you know, um, in regards to what they want to either learn about or want to be informed about. So, you know, you don't have to be a model, you know, to be in front of the camera. As long as your content is valuable, trust me, you're going to have viewership. And, uh, you know, you might put, you know, whatever, a, a video a week up. And you might look at the views were very small. Don't look at that and get discouraged. You have to go on to the grind. The truth of the matter is you can't just put one video up a week. You have to put, you know, multiple videos. That way you create a following. The moment you put it, like basically what you should do is this. Before you put up your video, actually create show notes and write it down, old school, type it up, whatever you decide to do, and really kind of write down what you want to talk about. And with that being said, kind of have a, you know, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Uh, because if you don't, what, you're, what you'll realize that you're doing is that you're rambling. And the truth of the matter is, is that if the first minute of your video is not captivating, you've lost your viewer. So you want to have a really strong headline, you know, the beginning of your video, a very juicy body in your second act, and a phenomenal ending at the end in order to captivate that viewer. Keep in mind, now a lot, I'll tell you one thing right off the bat is that I do watch a lot of YouTube, but do I watch it? Yes. Do I listen to a lot of it? Yes. What do I mean by that? There is a lot of times, there are a lot of times that I'm driving, you know, when I'm going from one game to the other, especially if it's long drives, and I'll plug in my iPhone into the into the car jack and I'll play a particular show and just put the phone down and obviously I can't watch the show while I'm driving cuz I'm most likely going to get into an accident but I take that YouTube video and kind of make it as if it was a podcast. So the key thing about that it's a very visual tool and it is an audio tool. Again, it's all so basically it's not really about the production costs. It's really about what you've got to say. And the other smart way of doing this as well is once you create whatever the YouTube video is, you should take the audio part and um, make it into an, uh, a podcast and then create another way of looking at, you know, uh, of uh, distributing your content. A lot of people will tell you that's probably not the way to do it. I will tell you as far as a beginning, definitely do it that way because it will complement the the other medium. So the podcast might complement the video, the video might – or YouTube and YouTube can complement the the podcast, whatever the case might be and distribute it well. So it gets into the SEOs, SEO, search engine optimization, and then – it will gain popularity. The factor of it is, is right when you get into that form of popularity, it might take months or what have you. The key thing about it is the next thing that you might want to do is do collaboration. So if there is somebody in your industry 
that you happen to admire or listen to and um, you think that there might be a good team up, why not contact that individual and say, you know, would you mind coming on to my podcast or my YouTube channel and we can discuss, you know, whatever it is uh, that you guys are interested in. That's another way of doing it because by doing that and collaborating with another individual in your own industry, you're also expanding your brand. So that's a key thing to keep in mind. Another aspect of kind of monetizing but in the correct way is using Patreon. Now, that's something I can't tell you that much about because I'm still learning about that. It is in a slight form of crowdfunding, slightly, in regards to someone's YouTube channel or whatnot. To be honest with you, I don't want to go into it because I really don't want to misinform everybody. But it is something that a lot of YouTubers are doing uh, in a creative sense. It's not, I mean, in some bizarre way, I look at it as a subscription service. I just don't know. But in the fundamentals of you creating your YouTube channel, I would look at Patreon and see what it involves and see if it's something that you can place into your YouTube channel. Though I will tell you this, before you can even use Patreon, you have to have created a base. A base in regards to what? Subscribers to your YouTube channel. So that's the key thing. So, you know, a lot of people ask, you know, when we talk about YouTube, well, how do I create subscribers. Well, first of all, they have to be organic. People are going to want to listen to what you know you have to say. Make sure the title of your YouTube channel is intriguing. Put the keywords of what you want um, to attract viewers to. Make sure the body of the description of your video is well-defined. You know, put some specific keywords that would trigger the search on uh, someone typing in something in YouTube. You know, someone could, you know, I don't know, your door of your bathroom might have broke. And, uh, you know, uh, someone wants to know how to properly fix it. I don't know. They'll, they'll type in, you know, how to fix a door frame. You know, in YouTube, and once you know, like there's like about ten or a dozen or even more videos. People will put a, vid, a YouTube video for anything and everything. So if you think that your uh, YouTube video will be a video that you know people might not be interested in, let me tell you something. Everyone will. Uh, everything is has some sort of interest. Keep in mind that YouTube is today's version of Google. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is this. At one time, which wasn't that long ago, people will Google something just for general knowledge. Well, nowadays, they'll YouTube it so they can have someone tell them what it is that they want to know in an audio sense and in a visual sense. So keep that in mind when you're creating your YouTube channel. The other thing to keep in mind is this, guys. Don't be shy to talk to your friends. 
to talk to your colleagues, to talk to family, and say, hey, listen, I've created a YouTube channel. Do you watch YouTube? Your friend, your colleague, your family member say, yeah, I actually do. Would you mind subscribing to it? Because that way you're creating a base. It's no, it's, you know, it's a personal base, but you're getting the word around. It's no different than putting a post or, well, not exactly a post, but becoming friends with somebody on a social media, you know, being a, you know, a friend or an old student or a colleague or a family member or whatever the case might be. It's the same thing. You're spidering out. And that's something that um, you shouldn't be shy about. Now, once you've put that YouTube video of whatever it is that you want to uh, talk about, then you want to market it. You know how we talked about now, you know, make sure the the uh, the description in the body of the YouTube episode that you're putting up is thorough and detailed. Don't be fast about it. Really think it out. Same thing as the title. Then what you want to do, but not at nausea, is spread it in social media, such as do a screenshot of your video, put it on Instagram, have the your Instagram followers swipe up, so that way, um, you know, of that video caption and indicate that I've got a new YouTube uh, episode up. Blah 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 blah. Swipe up. To link to it, uh, Twitter it, uh, or tweet it, excuse me, put a Facebook link, put that up there, LinkedIn, whatever the case might be, you know, Snapchat. I mean, there's so many forms of social media, Google Plus, there's just so much. The factor of it is by doing that, first of all, family or friends are going to definitely want to see what you've put up. Guaranteed. We're in that type of quote-unquote voyeurism world that you know now with social media it's weird to say voyeurism but it is what it is because no matter what uh depending on who it is they're gonna put a post up or what they were eating or where they're vacationing or what sporting event or concert that they're at people will do it it's selective on their own own end you know and we tend to see it so nowadays with the video uh, people will tend to click on it. Doesn't mean that they're going to sit there and watch it all. They might want to watch maybe about a minute or two of it, or they might watch you know half of it or all of it. You don't know. You'll know in your statistics because the one thing about YouTube will give you statistics or analytics in regards to who's watching it. You're not going to know via name or what have you, but you're going to know how many views got it, the length that they stayed on there, where they're coming from, such as what area, what city, what state, what country, what link. You'll know all that. But it gives you the the key factor of knowing and seeing, well, all right, well, maybe this is kind of working, you know. Um, and the other thing to be about the YouTube channel is be versatile on it. So the factor of it is, is this, you know, you're not going to, you know, don't just, be talking about, you know, um, let's just use that example about, you know, a broken door, right? I'm not saying you're going to create a YouTube channel on broken doors. Well, you can't put 
20 videos about how to fix doors, right? Well, you got to be more versatile. Um, how to fix a porch, how to paint a, a room properly, um, you know, whatever. How to change oil, whatever. You got to be versatile because the same idea, you know, episode through episode through episode might not be what a viewer wants. So you got to be versatile. So, for example, you could be talking about one key thing, blah, 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 blah. And then you might throw a video on, you might have uh, read a cool book that really was inspiring and informative, and you want to tell people about that. Then, you know what, put a three-minute or two-minute review on it. Put the title of the book there, you know, uh, tell people what you thought of it. And trust me, what's the interesting point of that is on a YouTube search, Especially if it was maybe a book that was more recent, right? They might type in, you know, ABC book review. And guess what's going to end up happening? You know, your video is going to eventually pop up. If it's not on the first page, it might be on the second or the third. Let's be realistic about it. But it's going to pop up. The factor of it is, is don't make it a lengthy thing. But the factor of it is, is that it will draw in viewership. So there's a lot of ways, but be smart about it. When you put that YouTube channel up or that podcast or whatever, make sure it's something that you want to talk about because, you know, well, not, you know, don't just, you know, put a camera in front of you and just stop rambling. Like I mentioned earlier, make it poignant, make it, make the content something of interest. You know what I mean? If you have nothing to say today, then don't put a video up. If you have something to say today, you know what I mean, whatever it might be, put it up. There's a lot of videos out there of just people talking about anything and everything, literally, and people will watch it. Look at the views at the bottom left of the um, of the actual screen. You'll actually be kind of surprised, and you're actually going to be shocked at what people will be interested in. I'll tell you one key thing. My son showed me this, which I was amazed. It's a father and son. Honestly, I do not remember the uh, YouTube handle or you know the the, uh, the account. If if I did, I tell you straight out. It is a father and a son. They have ridiculous amounts of views, ridiculous amounts of subscribers. Have appeared uh, in uh, books, I believe. I've read actually read them in a. Uh, in a business uh, book, uh, not recently, and I was kind of astounded about, astounded about it because uh, my son had told me about these guys, and I'm like, oh, wait a second, I put one and one together. Anyhow, um, appeared in interviews on shows. Anyway, what do these two do? Basically, what they do is they cut things in the middle just to see what's in it. What do I mean by that? Uh, cutting a golf ball in the middle, cutting a basketball in the middle. I mean, just slicing things up, okay? That normally no one would ever think of slicing things up. That's basically what they do. And believe it or not, people will sit down and watch that. That is amazing and remarkable <laughs> that these people or this father and son, kudos to these guys, created a YouTube channel specifically on that and have the amount of subscribers and viewership 
in order uh, to continue doing these videos. So that right there, guys, is a perfect example of that you can put or say anything within you know, a reasonable cleanliness of it, and you might get the viewerships that you weren't expecting on getting. But you have to be thorough, and you have to be, you know, you can't just put one video up. Look, at to put, you know, you got to put at least two or three a week. You know, and that's the, that's the honest truth. Because it's just getting, it's just like, it's marketing. And it's free. So, I just wanted to say that because I know a few people, personally, that want to put a YouTube channel up. And they don't know what to put up. And to be honest with you, it's not as hard as you might think. And look at it, and you know, a lot of people, like I mentioned, you know, think of production and oh wow, well, you know, what about the the beginning of the video it has to be like a flashy title and all that? No, not really. You can eventually do that. Just get in front of that camera. Don't spend you know twenty minutes in front of the camera, like you know five minutes or whatever the case might be. And at that particular point. Once you get that viewership, you know, rolling, once you get those subscribers rolling, once you get the, you know, the um, the uh, notice, if you will, um, then think about, you know, doing a flashy intro. Yeah, I mean, so, but take the tools and market it correctly, have the content that you want to talk about and don't be afraid. The only one that's in the room when you're filming this, for the most part, is you and a camera. So, guys, it's Chris. Thank you for listening to another episode of Creatively Speaking. Hopefully, they're productive. Uh, sometimes it's just a casual podcast. and um, But I'm so grateful. I can see that uh, a lot of people are listening to these uh, uh, podcasts, so I'm very grateful, and that's what gives me the encouragement to put another podcast out there and uh, go from there. So, Guys, thank you so much. Hey, if you ever want to learn about our scavenger hunt games that we've been doing now for the past 18 years, definitely go on and uh, onto our website. It's cashhunt, C-A-S-H-U-N-T dot com. We offer premium scavenger hunts uh, to uh, all different types of forms from team building, wedding parties, birthdays, what have you. Uh, we have our anchor location here in uh, Boston, we're also in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Chicago, Illinois, Philadelphia, Louisville, Kentucky, Charleston, South Carolina, soon to be, um, which I'm really uh, extremely ecstatic about, Wynwood in the Miami area. And we're also in Iraklion, Crete in Greece. So definitely look us up. And if you're ever in those areas, uh, definitely give us a call. We'd be more than happy to put a game on uh, for you. Thanks so much. Have a great long weekend. It's Columbus Day weekend. Enjoy it, guys. And go to the movies. Some good movies out there. Star is Born. Pretty much uh, a Best Picture nom- a nominee for sure. I want to actually review that. And be- being a complete comic uh, head, the new Venom movie, which i got to tell you the reviews have not been that great on that one. So, guys, enjoy your weekend. It's Chris. Talk to you soon.
Hey guys, it's going. It's Chris, and it's another episode of Creatively Speaking, where we talk about a little bit about creative business and the creative side of what surrounds us every day. And today, I like to talk about YouTube. As far as YouTube, all of you guys are obviously familiar with YouTube, and uh, it's starting to become a medium that people are watching uh, more and more than the casual. Uh, channels that you have on TV or cable or even to a particular point, Netflix and different types of streaming services where YouTube now is uh, in that streaming service with their own programming such as the more recent, which is really cool, I got to tell you, is the uh, Karate Kid sequel, if you will, called Cobra Kai. Definitely got to check it out. But it's not, this this episode is not about that. It's basically in regards to... um, Something that I always see, I tend to watch YouTube quite a bit, and I usually watch um, a lot of creative programming, uh, primarily out of a a company called Collider uh, out in the West Coast from Burbank. Uh, They cover... They used to actually cover just movies uh, and different and different genres of movies, from horror to um, uh, superhero uh, movies to you know casual, you know ongoing news in the movie industry. Now they've actually kind of branched out into different types of categories and gaming and sports and uh, a variety of different types of uh, subgenres, which is really cool. But I'm not here to talk about Collider. I'm actually here to talk about um, a lot of people that I know uh, have always um, thought about creating their own YouTube channel. Now, I can tell you right now, it is not an easy uh, venture. It takes a lot of patience and um, some creative, you know, creativity, of course, and uh, consistency in order to have a successful YouTube channel. The truth of the matter is you can't look at uh, successful YouTubers and assume like, wow, these guys are making thousands, if not millions of dollars. And when I say the millions of dollars, that's that's the 1%. Uh, just like how, you know, uh, old Hollywood, which wasn't that long ago, you know, you have your one, one percenters, which are the mega superstars, your Tom Cruises and your Meryl Streep's of the world. Now, uh, that type of celebrity are people that you know a lot of people are not familiar with, uh, but are very very successful. But the factor of it is is that those individuals have built a following uh, and constantly used uh, used and cur- currently use social media and other forms of marketing tools that are accessible to you, and uh, a lot of them are free, uh, but they you know it's the constant boot camp of entrepreneurship it's the constant boot camp of uh patience and marketing and all that type of stuff truth of the matter is is that i don't care what you do um you know whatever business or interest that you have and youtube is not always based on business there's a lot of people that just create youtube channels and um, are channels that of things that they happen to like and they want to talk about it. And it just in front of a camera and off they go at it. Uh, the production costs on a lot of these things are not too impressive. Uh, but people don't really look, you know, some people do. Let's not lie about it. But um, a lot of people 
don't really look at production cost. What they're looking at is detail um, and content, you know, um, in regards to what they want to either learn about or want to be informed about. So, you know, you don't have to be a model, you know, to be in front of the camera. As long as your content is valuable, trust me, you're going to have viewership. And, uh, you know, you might put, you know, whatever, a, a video a week up. And you might look at the views were very small. Don't look at that and get discouraged. You have to go on to the grind. The truth of the matter is you can't just put one video up a week. You have to put, you know, multiple videos. That way you create a following. The moment you put it, like basically what you should do is this. Before you put up your video, actually create show notes and write it down, old school, type it up, whatever you decide to do, and really kind of write down what you want to talk about. And with that being said, kind of have a, you know, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Uh, because if you don't, what, you're, what you'll realize that you're doing is that you're rambling. And the truth of the matter is, is that if the first minute of your video is not captivating, you've lost your viewer. So you want to have a really strong headline, you know, the beginning of your video, a very juicy body in your second act, and a phenomenal ending at the end in order to captivate that viewer. Keep in mind, now a lot, I'll tell you one thing right off the bat is that I do watch a lot of YouTube, but do I watch it? Yes. Do I listen to a lot of it? Yes. What do I mean by that? There is a lot of times, there are a lot of times that I'm driving, you know, when I'm going from one game to the other, especially if it's long drives, and I'll plug in my iPhone into the into the car jack. And I'll play a particular show and just put the phone down. And obviously, I can't watch the show while I'm driving because I'm most likely going to get into an accident. But I take that YouTube video and kind of make it as if it was a podcast. So the key thing about that, it's a very visual tool and it is an audio tool. Again, it's all, so basically it's not really about the production costs. It's really about what you've got to say. And the other smart way of doing this as well is once you create whatever the YouTube video is, you should take the audio part and um, make it into an, uh, a podcast. And then create another way of looking at, you know, uh, of uh, distributing your content. A lot of people will tell you that's probably not the way to do it. I will tell you as far as a beginning, definitely do it that way. Because it will complement the, the other medium. So the podcast might complement the video, the video might, or YouTube, and YouTube can complement the, the podcast, whatever the case might be, and distribute it well. So it gets into the SEOs, SEO, search engine optimization, and then it will gain popularity. The factor of it is, is right when you get into that form of popularity, it might take months or what have you. The key thing about it is the next thing that you might want to do is do collaboration. So if there's somebody in your industry 
that you happen to admire or listen to and um, you think that they might be a good team up, why not contact that individual and say, you know, would you mind coming on to my podcast or my YouTube channel and we can discuss, you know, whatever it is uh, that you guys are interested in. That's another way of doing it because by doing that and collaborating with another individual in your own industry, you're also expanding your brand. So that's a key thing to keep in mind. Another aspect of kind of monetizing but in the correct way is using Patreon. Now, that's something I can't tell you that much about because I'm still learning about that. It is in a slight form of crowdfunding, slightly, in regards to someone's YouTube channel or whatnot. To be honest with you, I don't want to go into it because I really don't want to misinform everybody. But it is something that a lot of YouTubers are doing uh, in a creative sense. It's not, I mean, in some bizarre way, I look at it as a subscription service. I, I just don't know. But in the fundamentals of you creating your YouTube channel, I would look at Patreon and see what it involves and see if it's something that you can place into your YouTube channel. Though I will tell you this. Before you can even use Patreon, you have to have created a base. A base in regards to what? Subscribers to your YouTube channel. So that's the key thing. So, you know, a lot of people ask, you know, when we talk about YouTube, you go, well, how do I create subscribers? Well, first of all, they have to be organic. People are going to want to listen to what, you know, you have to say. Make sure the title of your YouTube channel is intriguing. Put the keywords of what you want um, to attract viewers to. Make sure the body of the description of your video is well defined. You know, put some specific keywords that would trigger the search on uh, someone typing in something in YouTube. You know, someone could, you know, I don't know, your door of your bathroom might have broke and uh, you know uh, someone wants to know how to properly fix it I don't know they'll they'll type in you know how to fix a door frame you know in YouTube and wouldn't you know it's like about 10 or a dozen or even more videos people will put a, vid a YouTube video for anything and everything so if you think that your uh, YouTube video will be a video that you know, people might not be interested in. Let me tell you something. Everyone will. Uh, everything is has some sort of interest. Keep in mind that YouTube is today's version of Google. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is this. At one time, which wasn't that long ago, people will Google something just for general knowledge. Well, nowadays, they'll YouTube it so they can have someone tell them what it is that they want to know in an audio sense and in a visual sense. So keep that in mind when you're creating your YouTube channel. The other thing to keep in mind is this, guys. Don't be shy to talk to your friends. 
to talk to your colleagues, to talk to family, and say, hey, listen, I've created a YouTube channel. Do you watch YouTube? Your friend, your colleague, your family member say, yeah, I actually do. Would you mind subscribing to it? Because that way you're creating a base. It's no, it's, you know, it's a personal base, but you're getting the word around. It's no different than putting a post or, well, not exactly a post, but becoming friends with somebody on a social media, you know, being a, you know, a friend or an old student or a colleague or a family member or whatever the case might be. It's the same thing. You're spidering out. And that's something that um, you shouldn't be shy about. Now, once you've put that YouTube video of whatever it is that you want to uh, talk about, then you want to market it. You know how we talked about now, you know, make sure the the uh, the description in the body of the YouTube episode that you're putting up is thorough and detailed. Don't be fast about it. Really think it out. Same thing as the title. Then what you want to do, but not at nauseum, is spread it in social media, such as do a screenshot of your video, put it on Instagram, have the your Instagram followers swipe up, so that way, um, you know, of that video caption and indicate that I've got a new YouTube uh, episode up, blah, 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 swipe up to link to it, uh, Twitter it, uh, or tweet it, excuse me, put a Facebook link, put that up there. LinkedIn, whatever the case might be, you know, Snapchat. I mean, there's so many forms of social media, Google Plus. There's just so much. The factor of it is by doing that, first of all, family or friends are going to definitely want to see what you've put up. Guaranteed. We're in that type of quote unquote voyeurism world that, you know, now with social media, it's weird to say voyeurism, but it is what it is because no matter what, uh, depending on who it is, they're going to put a post up or what they were eating or where they're vacationing or what sporting event or concert that they're at. People will do it. It's selective on their own own end, you know, and we tend to see it. So nowadays with a video, uh, people will tend to click on it. Doesn't mean that they're going to sit there and watch it all. They might want to watch maybe about a minute or two of it, or they might watch you know half of it or all of it. You don't know. You'll know in your statistics because the one thing about YouTube will give you statistics or analytics in regards to who's watching it. You're not going to know via name or what have you, but you're going to know how many views got it, the length that they stayed on there, where they're coming from, such as what area, what city, what state, what country, what link. You'll know all of that. But it gives you the the key factor of knowing and seeing, well, all right, well, maybe this is kind of working, you know. Um, and the other thing to be about the YouTube channel is be versatile on it. So the factor of it is, is this, you know, you're not going to, you know, don't just be talking about, you know, um, let's just use that example about, you know, a broken door, Right. I'm not saying you're going to create a YouTube channel on broken doors. Well, you can't put 
20 videos about how to fix doors, right? Well, you got to be more versatile. Um, how to fix a porch, how to paint a, a room properly, um, you know, whatever. How to change oil, whatever. You got to be versatile because the same idea, you know, episode through episode through episode might not be what a viewer wants. So you got to be versatile. So, for example, you could be talking about one key thing, blah, 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 blah. And then you might throw a video on, you might have uh, read a cool book that really was inspiring and informative, and you want to tell people about that. Then, you know what, put a three-minute or two-minute review on it. Put the title of the book there, you know, uh, tell people what you thought of it. And trust me, what's the interesting point of that is on a YouTube search, Especially if it was maybe a book that was more recent, right? They might type in, you know, ABC book review. And guess what's going to end up happening? You know, your video is going to eventually pop up. If it's not on the first page, it might be on the second or the third. Let's be realistic about it. But it's going to pop up. The factor of it is, is don't make it a lengthy thing. But the factor of it is, is that it will draw in viewership. So there's a lot of ways, but be smart about it. When you put that YouTube channel up or that podcast or whatever, make sure it's something that you want to talk about because, you know, well, not, you know, don't just, you know, put a camera in front of you and just stop rambling. Like I mentioned earlier, make it point, make it, make the content something of interest. You know what I mean? If you have nothing to say today, then don't put a video up. If you have something to say today, you know what I mean, whatever it might be, put it up. There's a lot of videos out there of just people talking about anything and everything, literally, and people will watch it. Look at the views at the bottom left of the um, of the actual screen. You'll actually be kind of surprised, and you're actually going to be shocked at what people will be interested in. I'll tell you one key thing. My son showed me this, which I was amazed it's a father and son. Honestly, I do not remember the uh, YouTube handle or you know the the uh, the account. If if I did, I'd tell you straight out. It is a father and a son. They have ridiculous amounts of views, ridiculous amounts of subscribers. Have appeared uh, in uh, books, I believe. I've read actually read them in a. Uh, in a business uh, book, uh, not recently, and I was kind of astounded about astounded about it because uh, my son had told me about these guys, and I'm like, "Oh, wait a second, I put one and one together." Anyhow, um, appeared in interviews on shows. Anyway, what do these two do? Basically, what they do is they cut things in the middle just to see what's in it. What do I mean by that? Uh, cutting a golf ball in the middle, cutting a basketball in the middle. I mean, just slicing things up, okay? That normally no one would ever think of slicing things up. That's basically what they do. And believe it or not, people will sit down and watch that. That is amazing and remarkable (laughs) that these people... Or this father and son, kudos to these guys, created a YouTube channel specifically on that and have the amount of subscribers and viewership 
in order uh, to continue doing these videos. So that right there, guys, is a perfect example of that you can put or say anything within you know, a reasonable cleanliness of it, and you might get the viewerships that you weren't expecting on getting. But you have to be thorough, and you have to be, you know, you can't just put one video up. Look, at the put, you know, you got to put at least two or three a week. You know, and that's the, that's the honest truth. Because it's just getting, it's just like, it's marketing. And it's free. So, I just wanted to say that because I know a few people, personally, that want to put a YouTube channel up. And they don't know what to put up. And to be honest with you, it's not as hard as you might think. And look at it, and you know, a lot of people, like I mentioned, you know, think of production and oh wow, well, you know, what about the the beginning of the video it has to be like a flashy title and all that? No, not really. You can eventually do that. Just get in front of that camera. Don't spend you know twenty minutes in front of the camera, like you know five minutes or whatever the case might be. And at that particular point. Once you get that viewership, you know, rolling, once you get those subscribers rolling, once you get the, you know, the, um, the, uh, notice, if you will, um, then think about, you know, doing a flashy intro. Yeah. I mean, so, but take the tools and market it correctly, have the content that you want to talk about and don't be afraid. The only one that's in the room when you're filming this, for the most part, is you and a camera. So, guys, it's Chris. Thank you for listening to another episode of Creatively Speaking. Hopefully, they're productive. Uh, sometimes it's just a casual podcast. and um, But I'm so grateful. I can see that uh, a lot of people are listening to these uh, uh, podcasts, so I'm very grateful, and that's what gives me the encouragement to put another podcast out there and uh, go from there. So, Guys, thank you so much. Hey, if you ever want to learn about our scavenger hunt games that we've been doing now for the past 18 years, definitely go on and uh, onto our website. It's cashhunt, C-A-S-H-U-N-T dot com. We offer premium scavenger hunts uh, to uh, all different types of forms from team building, wedding parties, birthdays, what have you. Uh, We have our anchor location here in uh, Boston. We're also in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Chicago, Illinois, Philadelphia, Louisville, Kentucky, Charleston, South Carolina, soon to be, um, which I'm really uh, extremely ecstatic about, Wynwood in the Miami area, and we're also in Iraklion, Crete in Greece. So definitely look us up, and if you're ever in those areas, uh, definitely give us a call. We'd be more than happy to put a game on uh, for you. Thanks so much. Have a great long weekend. It's Columbus Day weekend. Enjoy it, guys. And go to the movies. Some good movies out there. Star is Born. Pretty much uh, a Best Picture nom- a nominee for sure. I want to actually review that. And be- being a complete comic uh, head, the new Venom movie, which i got to tell you the reviews have not been that great on that one. So, guys, enjoy your weekend. It's Chris. Talk to you soon.